and the greatest. Rihanna made a song about wanting a rude boy. I just think Chris Brown took it too far. Hi, welcome to John Earbuds, the only podcast that prefers the middle seat. Here with a bearded wonder. He has a Midwest Express hat on, drinking a diesel right now. I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, Sam Mathis. Sam, how are we doing today? We're doing all right, buddy. Yeah? Doing all right. Yeah, we're in your humble abode right now. You're yeah, we are. We're in the most 80s bar I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah, I mean, it's it could be 80s, it could be 70s, who knows? Yeah, but the, the shade carpeting on the side of the bar mm-hmm. really gives it away. With the burnt orange bar top and the barnwood uh, interior. This is yeah, every sure. hipster's dream, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's very nostalgic. You're right. For people who have seen it... Uh, they're lucky. Yeah, <laughs> they're, 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 lucky. Blessed. they're blessed. They're blessed. I wanted Sam on the podcast because Sam is a huge history buff. Is that true? Can I say that? Yeah. You know, oddly enough, uh, that's it was what I initially went to school for. Okay. I went to college for. I was, uh, yeah, let me just give you some credentials yeah. right give me that. Give me the background. Give me Let's the go. Credentials. All right, so this just goes to show you how knowledgeable I am about the topics we're about to speak about today. I was in, I went to Wisconsin Lutheran College. Correct. And I was an education major for about two and a half years. Okay. And then I bailed out on that. Then I finished with a communication and business degree, but I do have that education background. So, yeah. you know, I could teach you some things for sure. <laughs> <laughs> could you now think that you could be like in a history class teaching and be okay? Like a specific fine? topic, right? Yeah. So, you know, initially I was going for like American history. So I was taking a lot of history courses. I think I was like a couple classes away from getting history minor. So like almost got my history minor. So <laughs> You've been in enough. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, like when people say like, almost only counts in like horseshoes and hand grenades i feel like maybe like minors might yeah. count in that subject as yeah, well that's how i got like, my minor like i got almost have a history minor like it pretty much counts i got a communication minor just because i took all these public speaking classes and right. like all this stuff my advisor was like all you need to do is take one more class and you got this and i was like i can fit in my schedule so sure. I, was, I just took an extra class boom got it sure i just spent too much time dicking around with education that yeah. by the end of my college career was like all right got the, a jam packed with communication the hell out of here. Yep, yep. <laughs> but yeah almost a history minor so really knowledgeable here right a really incredible research and do you, does it like does it like interest you like oh yeah do you just you just watch history channel all the time i mean i do you know like anytime a new netflix documentary comes out anytime okay um there's there's some really solid articles out there you know obviously about conspiracy theories and assassinations and stuff like that but uh you know, I think we can agree that some of the previous presidents we've had aren't the most inspiring people. And no. so it, it's nice to go back and, and was, read some things about, you know. Yeah, there's crazy. Like, if you ever read about, like, Andrew Jackson? Right. Andrew Jackson was, was fighting people. Right. Literally, like, some of his constituents, he's like, we're having a duel. <laughs> we're here going to duel right. to the death. Right. And that's how he got people to, like, do stuff. Right. Like, no. And, like, Trump has, like, duels with, like, a chicken wing or something yeah like know? that's not like to, back in the day trump would have been like perfect in there yeah like, yep. yeah so so as far as my interest level goes it was i was definitely more interested in it in in college you know trying to find my way i yeah. was taking some really cool history classes had some great teachers and yeah it was a good time and and i still pay attention to stuff like that anytime that there's a new you know john f kennedy assassination okay. article yeah documentary did you watch movie the, did you read all the docs the john f kennedy Jeff Kennedy, like docs that came out. So, no. Yeah, I didn't. Either. I didn't either. <laughs> the, uh, the honest answer is no. I mean, I'm excited for it. I feel like I, I've read 
and seen enough things. Yeah, where I think that I'll be pretty much on the same page. If anything would shock us, they wouldn't release it. I think right. I'm on that board. Right. I, I mean, if it was a conspiracy, it's, if the, it's the door's shut. Like yeah. we're not figuring it out. If no. there's any like thing that's gonna change the course of time, they wouldn't, right. you know, right. put it out there. Right. But, so uh, to your point, yeah, I I I, yeah. Went, I don't know if I'm a history buff, but very interested. I pay attention to okay. it. Okay. Do you work out to the History Channel? Like, is that on the in the background? No, I don't. That would technically make you history buff. That would make me history buff too. Um, I will say that, uh, and this goes out to some of my friends that have either seen it or I've told about. You know, we're in the backwoods of Wisconsin here mm-hmm. in Rosendale, and I got a double story shed just out in my backyard here that I have converted into my own gym. So, I mean, I definitely could listen to some history. I, all right, first out, of all, but that's not. We that's have not to me. see this gym after this. I yeah, want to see this. Okay. We can do it. You just, I mean, cool. watch out for the mice. Watch out for the mice. <laughs> there is for sure a, a woodchuck living under the shed right now. I've yeah. seen it multiple times. I've shot one, trapped one, but there's a third one. Did you, like, sell so, the fur? No. Yeah, no, I don't no. know how much woodchuck fur would go for. I don't know. Probably just, not a lot. That, I don't know how much. I don't <laughs> you know probably how have to pay for woodchuck fur either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you have some interesting takes on the JFK assassination. Right. I had a guest last week to tell me that he got assassinated by the government. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you think that it was assassinated by the government, or do you think that it was just Lee Harvey Oswald? <laughs> okay. So. Let me put this out there right away before I, you know, get onto a rant or okay, whatever. Fair enough. Fair enough. I will say, as far as the act itself, basically what I argue when I talk to somebody about this is that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. Yeah. Okay. And what that means is I I believe he is the sole shooter. Okay. Okay. So I don't believe that there was a second shooter on the grassy knoll. I don't think that there was a, a Russian spy or another communist like Lee Harvey Oswald helping him shoot John F. Kennedy and yeah. John Connolly. But that's not to say that I don't think there could be some conspiracy theory as to far as why he did it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I think he acted alone as that he was a sole shooter. Okay. Fair so, enough. Right. That's fair enough. Who shot Lee Harvey Oswald? That would be Jack Ruby. Yeah. Now, was he contracted by like somebody like why did you know <laughs> this is why you get your own podcast judge that, yeah, that's a great question that is where i want to know right you know? so what i will say and this is this i mean you can just go back and and see this in history and read multiple accounts and articles but that's where the conspiracy really started about this you know it was pretty easy kind of an easy way out for somebody to say oh yep this one lone nut you know lee harvey oswald killed John F. K. because he was a communist, you know, he lived in Russia, yada yada. He had, you know, his idols were Hitler and Stalin and things like that. But it really started when Jack Ruby, you know, shot shot Lee Harvey Oswald as he was being transported prisons. And the reason for that was because it was so weird. You know, yeah. Jack Ruby wasn't he had he had no play in this situation. You know, he did, he had there was there was nothing that linked him to the assassination. There was nothing that linked him to Lee Harvey Oswald, JFK. He, I mean, he was basically a criminal night owner. You know, he owned a strip club and had been arrested several times, but he he had no connection. So that's kind of where the conspiracy set up. Like, who put Jack Ruby up the, to silence? Yeah. And know, then who, why'd they bring him into, you know, this hallway where there's a million people? You right. Know? Well, he got shot outside. He was shot outside. Yeah. Right, I mean, he was leaving the hallway. Yeah, he was just right outside the door. Actually, he was just about to get into a vehicle that was a few feet outside the door. Yeah, um, of the jail that he was in. But uh, yeah, I mean, it happened fast. You never see that happen today. 
You know, no. there's just civilians standing yeah. right next to him as he's being transported. That's so. it's nuts. It's just like yeah. watching like watching that film of him like walking through with there's so many people around him. Right. I'm like, yeah, of course he got shot. There's a million people right. around there that's hating him. I mean they could have stoned him. Yeah, yeah they, they were just standing right there. They could just it's always him. so weird to look back at history of seeing like this important moment and there's this pe- people all around it. And you're like, no, this expression, like Hank Aaron when he hit that home run, mm-hmm. it's still super weird to see all those people run the base with, right. bases with him. You're like, get off the fucking field. Right, yeah, you hear stories about his wife being like scared to death when she saw a couple white guys, yeah. you know, patting him on the back. Right was, the bases. Be, Who knows? Right? It would be super weird, yeah, for sure. Harvey Oswald, Lee Harvey Oswald, he acted alone. So no second shooter or anything like that. Right. So he was found on, like, he was found, he talked to a woman on, like, the third floor. Okay. They said that he talked to a woman on third floor, and he shot him from, like, what, the seventh or something like that? Oh, that's another good question. I should know that. If I had to if I had to guess, give my best educated guess, I believe it was the fourth floor. Fourth floor? The building that he used wasn't that tall. No. Yeah, I mean, it was only about four or five stories, so he was almost on the top floor. If he if he was not, yeah, he was on he was on the fourth, fourth or fifth floor. And basically, after he committed the act, he he bailed right away. He threw his he threw his Carcanal six point five millimeter rifle, a cheap rifle, into a bunch of boxes into a storage facility in the same building, and basically just walked out. Yeah, and yeah. There, I mean, there's some there is uh, some people out there that that say. You know, hey, I ran into Lee Harvey Oswald right as he was leaving, or there's some stories about yeah, that. Yeah, there's but stories, and then that's conflicted. That's that's yeah, that's the thing because they are conflicting with the timeline, and they're conflicting right. with other other stories, right? Which is always super weird that a woman's like, yeah, I saw him. He seemed perfectly fine. We, right. we he even sat and talked to me, and I said I had to go. He didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah. So it was, it was like super weird like that. Sure. Now, what do you know about, not to switch gears, but what do you know about the John Wilkes Booth, Abraham Lincoln assassination? Right. So definitely not as knowledgeable about that assassination. I know you feel a little bit yes. differently than I do. That, that's that. This one is more on my realm because I had to like do a paper about this back sure. in college and everything. And sure. um, there's been a few documentaries, but this one's more crazy because there's less security no one has like footage of right. it so then stories you know get a little crazy so to me this is i don't know as many of the conspiracy theories as i do about the kennedy assassination but what i will say is you know the timeline is pretty right on point and and i will also say that the fact that he broke his leg or broke his ankle from mm-hmm. jumping off well i don't even know what you call those that high rise that lincoln was sitting in the with balcony, his wife the yeah. balcony yeah the balcony he jumped off that balcony after he shot him broke his leg i mean that definitely shows you right there that he was involved but he also got away right he got away he got away from like with a broken leg he shot a man in the theater who is the president right then got away and was not captured for 3 days right but the thing was I think what I know about it is that him and another guy, I forget his name, uh, were planning to kidnap okay. the the higher ups, the officials from the the party. So they sure. had the other guy was supposed to take the secretary of the state. He was supposed to kidnap him. Okay, and then he was supposed to kidnap Lincoln, and they're going to take him and hold him ransom. Uh, Smart for for their demands and everything like that. Turns out the other guy kind of got sick. Or, uh, or like, I don't know if he was nervous or he got sick the night of. Got cold feet. Basically is what got he did. He got some cold feet. On stealing the president. Wow. And there's, there's no cell phones. Like, hey, don't kidnap him. Let's wait another day. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not feeling I'm it. not, yeah. You know? There's none of that. So when John Wilkes Booth got to the point where he could, he could kidnap Lincoln, there was too many people on the balcony. Okay. 
And so he just went just completely AWOL, just shoot a guy. Like, shit, I can't kidnap my wife. Yeah. I might as well kill him. Yes, so he killed him and then left. That's and some then, logical thinking. And he had a horse waiting for him. He like yep, they had, yep. It was it was, and then um, a lady harbored him that was already that was part of the plan. Mm-hmm. They had it all planned out. So then she harbored him, and then the other guy like like met him there and was like, yeah, I didn't kidnap anybody. You okay, know, and this and that. And then they that's what they went on the run. So there's three people then went on the run. Okay, and they were trying to harbor him, and then they split apart and they found. The one, the guy who didn't kidnap anybody. Sure. And then he, that's where the, he's like, oh, well, I He know doesn't this. deserve any recognition. I know, we don't I know, know his name. Yeah, he I doesn't deserve it. I wish he doesn't I deserve it since he didn't do anything um, cool. There's a documentary with uh, Tom Hanks like narrating. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, but then like, he's the one who gave where John Wilkes Booth was hiding. Away. Yeah. Yeah. And then they burned him down in a, in a barn or something like that. They burned the barn down or something wow. like that. Yeah. Okay. You know, again, hard to do forensic evidence. Hard to do physical evidence. Yeah. Hard to do anything to prove that he acted alone it's i mean it's all he said she said stuff but uh i mean that's a good story right there that's a true crazy man a true nutcase Mm -hmm. a guy who initially was just like you know i need some cash i'm gonna steal the president and i'm gonna get some but last second just decides to shoot him and the fact that like there was so many like crazy stories like lincoln wasn't gonna go to the theater or some shit like that that's the super cool stuff yeah I, i mean this is totally irrelevant but you've have you've seen the lincoln vampire movie that yes, came out yes, 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 yes. right right the at the end of the movie they're yeah. like the vampire who's like his friend who like helps save the world from vampires like tries to get him not to go to the theater and he's just like no i gotta go like my wife's making me yeah and he still goes and it's like man why don't you just listen to the vampire <laughs> they well that's that's off a story that he had a cold and that his that uh you're right you're right his wife is like let's stay home right but his wife and his wife i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off his wife was actually a little bit of a nutcase herself because abraham lincoln's had some had some children that died young yeah and that really messed her up and so she was very cautious about sicknesses and you know colds and flus and stuff like that so that makes a lot of sense yeah so he was like sick and like she's like oh we're staying home and this and that and he's like no we should go and stuff like that sure so sure yeah it's crazy to think there was always like Stories like that, like on like 9-11, there's like people that are like, oh, yeah, I had tickets to be on that plane. Right. And they're like, well, at the last second, I was like, ah, I yeah. can't make it. Or I know? didn't go to work that day. I was sick. Yeah, yeah. there's so I m- fake sick. That's so crazy. Who was it? Was it Seth MacFarlane? I think Seth MacFarlane might have, was supposed to be on one of those planes or something okay. like that. It's like okay. crazy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, you hear about stuff like that. With, I mean, 9-11, with the amount of people that died, there's always going to be some of those cases, right? Yeah, that's true. That's there's true. There's going to be some good stories like yeah. that. Now, do you believe in 9-11 conspiracies? I know we talked a little bit before the podcast. Do you believe about it? Man, that's another tough one, right? Yeah. That is another tough that one. That one's... T- okay, so... But there's more There's more video now. Like, there's right, more of course. Evidence of things. I'll go back to my original point that we talked about before the podcast. The only thing that seemed very strange to me was watching video of the actual building's collapse. And the reason for that was, again, I'm not an architect. I don't, I don't know how this stuff falls, okay? Yeah. I have no fucking clue but when an airplane hits a building okay hits a huge building like that yeah you would think that most of the damage would be where the plane hit right well when you when you go back and you watch the video you know a few seconds after the plane hits those buildings either one you can look at either one either trade tower the the bottom explodes okay now i don't know if that's because of the force because the building's kind of starting to lean one way because the airplane hits it or whatever but there's a clear video of when that of when one of the airplanes hits, 
and a few seconds later, all of a sudden, there's just like this massive explosion at the base of the trade center, and it's like well, that seems weird to me, you know. But again, I'm not an expert on that topic as far as like buildings collapsing. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, the, the thing is, is we can all speculate of how you would think a plane would do and it hits a building, but we don't know. How many times have we ever seen a plane hit a building? You know, right. one time and it fell down. A couple times. Yeah. So it's like. So That's another diesel right there, by the way. <laughs> the crack of the diesel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like for, for me watching, it was so surreal when I was in like in fifth grade. I would never have thought right away, oh, this is a conspiracy. That's things. That was crazy because everyone's right. panicking. So no one's really thinking it. But what got me, like I told you earlier, is that uh, World Trade Center number seven also collapsed yep a, a building that didn't get hit by a plane it was just near yeah you were talking building, about this buildings that got hit collapsed which is so weird to me right and then there's like an interview with the own with the guy who owns the building and he said yeah we had to pull it and then they're like what do you mean he goes oh i mean it, it fell down you know so there's things like that like did they have a demolition in it and things like that sure so. yeah and i mean shout out to our our buddy t shane who's a, a new dad yeah. from only a few, well, like yeah. a week ago or something, right? Yeah, little Hudson. He's yeah. awesome. Little Hudson. He's a big believer in the conspiracy theory on 9-11. I've heard him. I've had multiple drunk conversations with him about how the World Trade Center, you know, exploded from the bottom and it was a big setup and it was George Bush's fault or whatever, <laughs> you know. It's like, all right, man. But... I mean, I've had those same conversations as far as Lee Harvey Oswald goes too. So. Yeah, I don't know. See, I it's it's hard to get oh like something like that past. I don't know. Like you'd be like, oh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna put fear in the heart of the Americans so we go to war. Right. Is that really? Do you think that people will do that? Like human beings will be like, we'll sacrifice over yeah. thousands and thousands of people. Right. I mean, you got to go back and you got to think about like why would the U.S. government do this, right? Do they need a reason to to invade Iraq and Iran and Afghanistan? Yeah, I don't know. In my opinion, no. I mean, it, we're we're the United States. I mean, if if shit's going on down there, which it was previously, I mean, yeah. you'd think we'd be able to do it anyways. But yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios as to why the U.S. may have done it. You know, some people actually think that George Bush was totally uninvolved and they were trying to sabotage his presidency. Really. You know? Yeah, that's probably the most far-fetched one. Other than you've heard of those like shape-shifting, you've heard those like shape-shifting conspiracy theories about how like the airplane like wasn't actually it was like a hologram. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, like, a I hologram. saw that. That's probably the least likely one, right? Because, but it's, maybe the coolest. Yeah, like two thousand one. You think literally they're gonna put a hologram? That takes <laughs> so much money in two thousand one to do just blow up this building. You might as well take a fake aircraft. And right. actually, and literally it. throw it in the building yeah, with an aircraft with nobody in it. Right. That so, would cost I mean, like, way so less money. What happened to all the people that were in the plane then who died? Right. If it was a hologram. Yeah. The, the, that's the thing. Like, there's always these conspiracies. Like, oh, the Sandy Hook never happened because right. there was an FBI training thing going sure. on during the same week or something like that sure. in the same neighborhood. To me, that's like. But what happened to the, like these? People know, like the kids and everything. They know these people. Right. Where did they go? Right. Well, I mean, it's the same. It, we're really jumping topics here, but yeah, it's the I same. It's, <laughs> the, it's the same thing as, you know, like a, the concentration camps in the Holocaust. I mean, people say that that never happened. What? Right? You know, there's, How? Pe there's people out there who say that never happened. It was a myth. You know, the U.S. made it up. It's like, well, what happened to all those people? You know, all those yeah. Jewish individuals that, that, that how, yeah, were how killed. Did, that how perished. did their population go down like that that, right. that much? Right. 
Yeah, I don't get that. It's not real. Yeah, I mean, and then they always have like the pictures of the person getting interviewed, like the sure. moms, and they're like, "Oh, it's the same actor. Look, same actor." And then they try to like take a picture. It's just oh, a brown-haired wow. girl, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, they're planning this entire like conspiracy to to blind us. Do you think they use the same actor? To interview right. in, in the news. Right. Do you think they're that stupid? They have everything planned to a T, and then they where they flub up is they have the I same actor. I mean, they actor. used a hologram plane. You think they're going to use the same, same <laughs> yeah, the actor? Same actor in the same actor. Yeah. Come it's on, so, people. It's so dumb. <laughs> so, you want me to get back to Lee Harvey Oswald for a second? Uh, dude, go ahead. Wherever you want to go. All right. All right. So, let's get back to that for a second. I just want to touch base as to where I'm coming from on that. So, again, I, I, as far as conspiracy theories go on that, yes, they're definitely plausible. Okay, at that time, you know, the the, the Soviet Union and the U.S. government, there's, there's no questions about it. They were obviously mm-hmm. not in great communication at that time. But what I, what I will say about that is I believe Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone and that he was a sole shooter. There was nobody else that... He worked with or that that was also shooting yeah. President Kennedy. Now, a lot of the conspiracy theories come that there was a second shooter. And the reason for that is a couple things. Number one, there was the Zapruder film. You've heard about the Zapruder film, right? The yeah. Zapruder film is basically it was a, it was a woman's clothing owner. His last name was Zapruder, who is like the best filmer on the history of the planet. The president, you know, John F. Kennedy was being shot. There's bullets flying everywhere, and he just stays steady on him the entire time down that road yeah. in Dallas, Texas. Totally unfazed. What a great film. What a great filmer. The, this is a brutal film. Well, they, they got the, you can see footage online sure. of, of literally shot by shot. and Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. So the, the main conspiracy comes in that the Zapruder film, you know, it's an, obviously an older video camera. It only films like eighteenths of a second. Okay, they use that time frame, and they went back, and they said, okay, like all three of these shots and all the wounds that were inflicted on John F. Kennedy and John Connolly, who was sitting in the passenger seat of the convertible, happened within like one point six seconds. Okay, mm-hmm. and this bolt action Carcanol six point five that I had mentioned before is a, it's bolt action. It's it's just it doesn't fire very quickly. Yeah, and the best marksman in the U.S. military at the time could only shoot it in like 2.3 seconds. Yeah, because you got to bolt it. Right. And get then you have to – it's a moving car too. So it's also yeah. you got to stay with it. Right. To the point about Lee Harvey Oswald, he was an experienced and a great marksman. Okay, he was in the military for some time, and he knew his way around a gun for sure. So definitely he could make these shots for sure. People always say, well, how could all these wounds happen, you know, from this time period, right? And what happens is, what people don't realize is that the first shot completely missed both guys. Okay, so the first shot missed, um, and the second one hit Kennedy in the back of the neck, kind of came out of his sternum region, and then went into John Connolly in the passenger seat. And the second shot is the most interesting because it inflicted seven seven wounds, okay, which kind of gets into another conspiracy about this, like, magic bullet theory. Yeah. Okay. So the magic bullet theory is basically the fact that they found this bullet on John Connolly's stretcher once he got to the hospital, and it was, f- like, fully intact. It, was, it wasn't very damaged at all, and it was, in fact, uh, since John Connolly was only hit by one shot, he had a, a few wounds from the same shot, it was the only bullet that made sense. And this bullet is in really good shape. And so people were like, wow, like, how could one bullet you know, yeah. inflicts seven wounds. They call it the magic bullet theory. So Luke Haig, who's this 
over 50 years of ballistics testing, did a reconstruction of the shooting. And he shot through like 50 pieces of pine board. He shot through imitations of human flesh and yeah. stuff like that just to see what this bullet would do, what it could withstand and hold up to. And it does. It 100% does. It's an in- incredibly strong full metal jacket bullet infused with lead. Really? Yep. It's infused with lead. It's 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 very strong. It's also got kind of a strange shape. It's It's mainly just a sphere. You know, like... Most rifled bullets have kind of like a pointed end to yep. it. This one was a very dull end, and it was pretty much the same shape all the way through. So it just like plowed through stuff. So you know, like a, is it like a slug? Yeah, it's like a slug bullet okay. that comes out of a shotgun. It's yeah. a great, great example. Okay. And uh, so, you know, through all this testing and through all this rigorous testing that they did with it, this bullet could go through like literally anything, okay, without being damaged. And the thing for me that, that kind of that turned my opinion is that like physical evidence doesn't lie, right? Mm-hmm. Like people do. So when I saw this this reconstruction of the actual shooting and what this bullet could do, I was like, 100%. It could inflict seven wounds. Those seven wounds would be, number one, going through the back of Kennedy's neck, coming through his sternum, then going through John Connolly's shoulder, coming out his, his breastplate, then going through his wrist, the back of his wrist, and then it embedded shallow into his thigh, okay? And another thing that kind of, kind of caught my attention that made a lot of sense to me is this bullet anytime it would go into a victim okay anytime so when it went into john fk jfk it would yaw i don't know if you know what that means and it would a, jump a yawing bullet basically means that as it's leaving its exit wound it it turns like vertical and all of john Connolly's wounds were a vertical bullet wound okay okay so, so it went through something before it was right so it was like it wasn't just a small little hole that a bullet went straight directly through. It was actually a vertical bullet that went through him. Yeah. And since the shot was fairly close, it was a high-powered rifle. Like, I mean, it made sense. Okay. It made sense. Also because, you know, the fact that it was it would the bullet was yawing and it was going through its victim sideways, the bullet was, in fact, like a little mashed and flat on one side. Yeah. So that made sense to me, too. Okay. And so... You know, the fact that people say, well, he, Lee Harvey Oswald can only get three shots off in 2.3 seconds, it doesn't make sense. They're basing that off the fact that John Connolly got hit by a different bullet that JFK did, which, in fact, he didn't. They okay. got hit by the same one. Yeah. They got hit by the same the same bullet. And the, it was basically the second shot. And then the third shot was the fatal wound to Kennedy's head, head that yeah. exploded his head. And then they, they have, like, the stories of, like, his wife, like, held, like, Right, the brain matter, and then I took it to the in her hands right. in the hospital. It's nuts. It's nasty stuff. Yeah, it's nasty stuff. And I'll also I'll touch on this point quickly too. You know, there's movies out there, and there's articles and videos about why would Kennedy move back into the left? You know, on that mm-hmm. third and final headshot. Well, it's it's pretty actually easy to explain. An exit wound in ninety percent of all firearm instances is larger and more impactful than an entrance wound okay i mean like the human body and i got this from luke Hague, that ballistic expert he just said like a human body is just like a bag of water i mean like when a bullet goes through it's just a splash basically and as it gets slowed down and exits it makes a bigger explosion okay because it's, it's slowing down yeah you know they did some forensic evidence and they kind of reconstructed kennedy's skull and stuff like that and it was 100 percent. the bullet came from the back right quadrant of his head came out the top right as the bullet was yawing through his head and that explosion at the end was an exit wound and the reason why he went back into the left was because where he got shot at the bottom of his head was where your central nervous system is 
and basically when your central nervous system is damaged all the muscles in your body are stimulated and they get tight mm-hmm. and your back has more muscles is much stronger than your abdomen and it just pulled them back basically mm-hmm. that's the reason why he went back into the left it, and the explosion and the force of the exit wound just pushing him back i mean there's no way to tell how a body's gonna react when he gets hit by a bullet you know yeah i definitely would not know if i for, wouldn't have read yeah for those for those, those like videos. you know like they're like oh yeah he did this well you don't know that you can't say that his body's gonna react a certain way from a bullet right, right. you know it's just reaction like a deer this is a bad example probably but deer you shoot you shoot at it you don't know if it's gonna duck right away because as soon as it gets hit it does something like it does it, it might not usually even, jumps a little bit usually right. jumps Sometimes if you shoot it high, it will it will like crouch down, you know. Right, right. So there's just things like that. It's just reaction. Right. So I mean. Yep. And I went on my little rant there, and it's just the physical evidence to me is the <laughs> is the stuff that gets me. Yeah. You know, like yeah, there's people out there who can tell me all the conspiracy theories in the world, and until I see some like real cold hard facts or evidence or something that backs up your theory, that's when you'll change my opinion. But as far as you know what I've seen so far and read, and yeah, the thing is, no is, there's not going to be anything that ever comes out that's going to be fact. Right, right. You know, everybody's going to you know say, well, oh, they're covering it up. Or, no matter, even if they release and say, oh, it it was a conspiracy, they're like, oh, they're lying to us. Right. There, there's always going to be people who don't believe everything. Right. And and that's not to say that I don't believe that the you know the Soviet Union didn't put Lee Harvey Oswald up to this. They 100% could have. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am not sure why Lee Harvey Oswald decided to shoot the president. On November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. It's coming up, by the way, November twenty second. Wow, I didn't realize. Is that, that. true? Is it the eleventh yeah. today? It's the eleventh. Yeah, yeah, it's Veterans ten, Day. Yeah, a few days we'll be there. Yeah, it's my brother's birthday. Veterans Day. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, my brother's birthday. Shout out to Jason in Hollywood, California. Shout out, Jason. What's up, What's up Jason? <laughs> Probably not up. I was gonna, I was gonna call him on the way here, and I, I called him, and I, I looked at my phone. It's like, I'm like, oh, it's nine. You know, I could have him call into the show. Well, I called him. Well, I'm like, fuck. It's six o'clock there. What am I gonna do? Yeah. Like you know, he's he, probably hungover. Well, he's not even up. <laughs> There's, I, my, I know my brother. He's never been up that early in his entire life. Okay, so I don't think he's gonna be up now. Yeah. So all right, um, we're gonna switch gears. I have a get to know Sam. So I have a questionnaire for you. Nice. Buddy. And we we can we can just give uh, a few questions. All right. First off, uh, the paper airplane just made it in the toy hall of fame. Awesome. The pa- awesome. Thoughts? Big? Can you make a good paper airplane? Big paper airplane fan. I mean, study hall, high school. Yeah. Lots of experiments with paper airplanes. That is well deserved. Can't make a paper airplane for the life of me. Okay. However, I can make an awesome paper football. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So I played a lot of that in my life too. Yeah. That that was study hall for us. Yeah, okay. paper. All right. Um. So we have uh for Thanksgiving turkey or ham. Oh, I'm turkey. Okay. Turkey all day. For Christmas, turkey or ham. Ham. Ham, see, yeah, isn't ham that weird? Christmas. They're gonna both be there, right? But but for Thanksgiving you have turkey, and yeah. then and then you switch it over. Like it, there's still turkey gonna be presented. At what Christmas. do you like better? Ham. You like I, ham? I better. think, but it depends on how it is. Right, turkey can be kind of dry. I'm only a dark meat turkey kind of okay. guy, but it makes you so sleepy. Yeah, yeah, I mean Thanksgiving. I'm once I'm done eating, give me like 15, 20 minutes. I'm taking a nap. Yeah, 100%. and I and I I hate that. I hate the nap after. That. You do. Well, you miss football. Yeah, that's true. And then I also usually want to go hunting afterwards. Yeah, but I'm like I can't make it. I'm gonna be dead tired. Yeah, you're gonna you know? fall asleep and fall out of your stand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who is the worst parent? The parents from Home Alone or Liam Neeson? <laughs> From like Taken is yeah, what you're yeah. saying. Um, Who's the worst parent? 
I'm going to say home alone. I mean, how the fuck do you leave your kid at home? Like when you're all leaving for a family trip. Yeah. Right. I mean, at least Liam Neeson's like able to save his kids. The home alone parents are just like freaking out and they have yeah. to like fly back home and, and ruin hope he, their old trip and hope, hope he's there. Yeah. Hope he saved himself. Right? I mean, he's, he basically, he saved himself. He, he is Liam Neeson. That What's that kid's name in Home Alone? Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Do you think that the Macaulay Culkin's character grew up to be Liam Neeson's character in Taken? Is I mean, that what you're telling be. me right now? It could be. I mean, you're telling me there's a web. He of... defends himself just as well <laughs> as a child. He has a certain special right. set of skills. All right, favorite Snapchat filter. Oh man, you know, at first it was um, the hot dog dancing. Okay, I that was yeah. pretty. It, it's almost not a filter, but it's just. I, mean, I guess it is. Yeah. It's hilarious. Like, I've seen some guys, like, put the hot dog in some environments where it's pretty hilarious, right? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm actually, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, Bill Mance, Brandon Mance's dad. <laughs> you, you had you had uh, Brandon on the show a few weeks ago. And Bill is a huge filter Snapchat really? guy. Humongous. Him <laughs> and Lauren Mance send more filtered Snapchats to each other than maybe anybody on the planet. And they're all about the the voice changer. Hate it. Yeah, I hate, I hate the voice changer. I mean, my it's my, funny to watch them because he's like an older guy. Yeah, right? so like that's when funny. you see a parent do it, it's always funny. And whenever I see him like giggle about it, it usually gets me going pretty good. I <laughs> the, think the voice changer is funny to watch. The one with the teeth, the worst. I hate it. I don't yeah. want to look at your teeth that big. Yeah, it's weird. I'm not a big fan of like the uh, the scary face that'll come at you too. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's weird. That one's dumb. Yeah, not but, scary. Okay. There's one now. It's not the hawk dog anymore. It's the, what is it like the seagull? Yep, yeah. It's out there too. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot now. I mean, there's a lot. There used to be just like the dog tongue and like the cat ears. Now yeah, yeah. Now they're getting. You got options. Yeah, a lot of options. You got some. I options. was I was like the face switching one. That was always cool. Yeah, the face switching one was good for a while, and then it got old. Yeah, it gets every. They're all gonna get old after right. a while. Right. You know. Are you a hornic? <laughs> What Am I is, horny? Is that what you just asked me? <laughs> no. Uh, Maybe. What is it? Hornicon? Hornicon. Is that, is that what, the marsh? What is the marsh? Horicon. Horicon. Horicon marsh. Yeah. What's your question? Are you a Horicon bird club member? No. No, I'm not. Now, listen, I will. I love bird hunting. I like bird hunting more than, than deer hunting, actually, which is maybe a rare case here in Wisconsin, but... I, I like being on the move, like pheasant hunting. I like, you know, not being bored sitting around for hours on end. You know, when you when you go goose hunting or duck hunting, you just see more ducks than you do deer. So I like that a lot better. I am not a Horicon Marsh bird. A Horicon Marsh bird. There, there's a meeting next Thursday, there. if you're wondering. When I looked this up, there's a oh, meeting. Oh, there's a meeting next, next Thursday? Yeah, there's a meeting next Are Thursday. Are you going? So what is the marsh? I don't even know what the marsh is. Come on, man. You know what the Horicon Marsh is? No. It's like a, it's like a natural <laughs> marsh. Where so don't quote me on this, but if I had to guess, I would say it's like the biggest marsh in Wisconsin. Okay. And yeah, I mean, you know what a marsh is. It's just yeah, like I know a, what a marsh is. large, I mean, huge area of just like swamp ponds trees birds there's a lot of people who publicly hunt deer there right yeah i have never done it i mean i've been out there on like field trips and stuff i haven't like i wonder how much how much deer is in that marsh though yeah who knows i don't know i mean there's people who publicly hunt there yeah so it's public land yeah for sure fair enough fair enough all right good question though all right you have to pick one of these Mm -hmm. mel gibson from braveheart mel gibson from patriot okay mel gibson from what women want Oh my god, dude! Those are all yeah. Oddly <laughs> enough, like great characters. When you said I, Mel Gibson to start and didn't name his character, I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm a Mel Gibson fan. But those three characters are great. Yeah, and also Mel Gibson's in *Lethal Weapon*. 
So like Mel, Mel Gibson's <laughs> character has always been kind of similar. Like yeah. the one in Braveheart and the one in Patriot yeah. could be the same guy. This could be the same guy. What women want, he can like hear women's thoughts, yeah. right? That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Which is totally made by some dude. Be like, I right. wish I could. So understand. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like start xing some of these out. The mm-hmm. first one I'm gonna exit out is the Patriot. The reason for that is because of how historically inaccurate that movie is. <laughs> it's unbelievably inaccurate. And like as I was watching it, I'm going, I'm not that old of a guy, and I know how inaccurate this this story is. Okay, um, I'd rather give a, a shout out to Heath Ledger in the Patriot. He is. He's pretty okay? good. Now. Great character yeah. in that movie. Braveheart's a great, great movie. It's really long, right? It's like three, Super four long. hours long. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like I, I remember watching on VHS, and you had to watch it on two VHS. Yeah, that and Titanic. Right, right. Like those are the two double, yeah, double tape Braveheart. movies: Braveheart and Titanic. Yeah. I guess I'll give a shot. I'll, I'll, I'll say Braveheart. Braveheart, yeah. Braveheart's yeah. a really good movie. I, I mean, Mel Gibson's dropped off as of recent. Right. He's a badass in Braveheart. Yeah. He back then he probably was like the coolest person to be right. around. Yeah. And Lethal Weapon, I know you mentioned at the end. That's probably was like he was the youngest out of all four of those movies you mentioned. Yeah. And Lethal Weapon. And they made like what four of those? Five of those? Yeah. Yeah. So Who was the who was the black guy? He Danny was Glover. Guy. Danny Glover, yeah. Who also has epilepsy. There you go. There's, oh, a, he fun, does. there's a fun fact. I remember Danny Glover from being the manager of Angels in the Outfield. Yeah. I remember Danny Glover. He's a Glover. jerk in that movie. He's also in Saw. <laughs> Is he really yeah. not a Saw fan? Not a I Saw hate, fan. I fucking hate Saw. <laughs> I love Saw. Saws are awesome. All right, right, uh, last question. Would you be behind a shot-for-shot remake of the Justice League called Justin's League? Okay. Me playing all the characters. Would I be behind that? Yeah, would you be behind it? Would you be... Would you, would you watch would that? Would I want to watch it? Yeah, just uh, me all four. 100% me I would want to watch that. Me all four of the characters. Yeah, yeah, what character do you think you'd be worst at? I'd probably be worst at maybe the Hulk. Is yeah. he in it? No, no, the Aquaman guy. Well, the Hulk's not in Justice League. He's an Avenger. So we got... Who's in Justice League? The yeah, Aquaman? Aquaman? You got Batman. Technically, Flash? Superman's not in it, but even though he is a DC guy. And then you have Wonder Woman. In it. You got Wonder Woman. So, but technically, Superman is in it. So, like, he's not in the in the upcoming movie. There's like a there's like a kind of a Justice League movie yeah. coming out with like Aquaman yeah. and stuff. With what's that guy's name? Momoa. He's the uh, he's Aquaman. He's yeah. kind of a badass right now. He's in a lot of movies. Um, Superman's not in it, but like, if the Avengers in the Justice League or the DC comics like had a big brawl, like Superman would for sure be in it. I don't like. I don't understand the Superman universe. I don't think enough yeah. to be behind all these movies yeah i mean technically com- like wonder woman comes from the same place i think yeah that everyone keeps like they make a superhero movie every year yeah and i can't keep up with it yeah i'm surprised they know this but i think wonder woman's characters like gail gardo or something correct yeah yeah and wonder woman like people were upset because they're like oh she didn't wear red, white, and blue. What is, what's going on? Right. But technically, her character's not from America. Right. Like her, it's from, like, some... It's just stupid Americans right there. Just, yeah. If you're not wearing our colors, then you're not representing <laughs> us right. Yeah. But, I don't I mean, I think Aquaman is probably the coolest in the Justice League. I, I bet, man. I could see you... So, listen. If you were a character that was accurate, <clears throat> it would be the flash because the flash is like a shorter skinnier yeah I, w- I would i would definitely you would rock the flash i would rock the flash but you could be the flash but batman's the best though yeah batman's because batman has no powers keep this in mind too okay when ben affleck played batman they put him in like that big like hulk like suit yeah okay when christian bale was playing him yeah he was in good shape but he was a thinner leaner batman that's the type of batman you'd have to be 
Oh yeah, I would definitely be in the first part like in Batman, uh, The Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. Batman gets his shit kicked out of the entire movie. Right. There's at no point in that movie. Because he's like an old guy. Well, well, I understand that. But like Bane manhandles him the entire movie. Right. Which is which is pretty funny because you've never watched a superhero movie where the superhero like, is literally getting the shit kicked out of him the entire movie right. until the end. Right. You know? Hey, he's a battered Batman yeah. in that movie. Yeah, There's but The no Dark Knight doubt. Rises... Like he starts off like fighting off dogs and like the Dark Knight. I think it's just the Dark Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah the, the Dark Dark, Dark Knight. Which he, I hate to say this because I really like the Dark Knight Rises. I think the Dark Knight was better. Yes, of course. Because but, Heath Ledger. Is no, no, this this one, this one. Heath Ledger stays alive. Is the Dark Knight that good? Say that again. If Heath Ledger stays alive, Heath Ledger does not die yeah. before the Dark Knight Rises come out. Is Batman Dark Knight that good? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know if we would hold Not it. Sure. You'd be like, oh, he does such a great, you know. But if we, if he stays around and then is still like doing other movies and that, I don't know if we put up the dark. His Joker's really good. Yeah. I don't know if we put up that Joker so high. Yeah. Then we might take like Jared Leto's Joker from Suicide Squad. Yeah. And be like, oh, that's really good. I too. just watched that movie. Did you like that? It was interesting. I was I wasn't entertained during it. Yeah. And then at the end, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I understood what they were going for. Yeah, I mean, Margot Robbie's, like, obviously super hot, so mm-hmm. she was a great character. And she actually, I thought she played, like, a great, crazy Joker girlfriend yeah, for type sure. of person. But she also played super crazy in Wolf of Wall Street, too. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I like That's that. a great movie, man. Such a great I mean, movie. It's, like, it's not one of those movies that you can just, like, watch, like, every couple of weeks. Yeah. But you have that urge to watch Wolf of Wall Street once in a while. And Wolf, you're like, I you, gotta watch this. You gotta set some time away. You're like, I'm watching Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, especially night. being a salesman like I am. Yeah. Like, once in a while, I need a little pick-me-up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I need some Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what I need right there. <laughs> I need a little cocaine and some uh, Quaaludes to get me up to make some sales. Do... His Lamborghini scene yeah, where he's great. crawling to it and then driving home right. is one of the greatest things ever happened. Yeah, that's a fantastic scene. Yeah. But especially when they totally fool you into thinking that he got away, he got away clean. without like wrecking his car. Yeah. And then they just flash back to him totally destroying it. That's <laughs> great. For sure. But I think we've been going pretty far, man. Is there anything else you want to get in the podcast? I mean, have you talked about the World Series yet? Uh no, the Houston Come Astros on. won. We we well the last one like I the re- best World the last Series one, ever saw. The last one we recorded was uh was Game Seven, I think. Okay, it was the day of. Have you touched base on the World Series at all yet? I, no, I haven't. I watched it in the um, hospital with uh, Hudson. Oh sure, yeah, Game so, Seven you did. Game Seven. Well, that's a great place to watch. Yeah, it. so me and Hudson hung out. Hud and Judd were just hanging out watching Game nice, Seven. Nice. Obviously, his parents were there as well. Right, um, I would hope. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. We we just hung out and watched that. It's a great World Series. I mean, we could have an entire podcast about the oh, World yeah, Series, for but sure. I will say Game Seven was a little bit boring, unfortunately. But games one through six were amazing. Game five. Right. If, if if there was no other games right. besides Game Five, yeah, that would be the best World Series ever made. <laughs> right. If there's just one game and it was Game Five, yeah, yeah it was crazy, wasn't it? It was nuts. Yeah, I mean a lot of home runs. I mean you you got to attribute that to the warm weather too. They're playing in L.A. and Houston. Yeah. yeah. The warm but, weather, you're gonna see a lot of hitting. And for that is like the pitching. They know they have good pitching. They have Kershaw. Right. They have you know Verlander. They have right. pitching. 
Yeah, Kershaw, I mean, dude, he's getting a bad rap because he pitched, I think, game one, mm-hmm. like totally shut down the, the yeah. Astros. Okay, he pitched a great game. Yeah. And then he came back, and I think game five, right? And he got kind of shelled. Don't, he, I mean. And and so people were really the, getting them on him for that. The thing is, he gets, he gets such a bad rap when he, when he does bad. Right. When he does good, they're like, oh, yeah, he should do good. Obviously, yeah, he's, he's the Kershaw. best. Yeah, he's the best. We expect it. And then when he pitches bad, it's like, whoa, it's oh, he's not wrong human. With him. Yeah. Right, he's not fucking Superman. Yeah. But this, I think the thing in game five was the the Dodgers were kept giving him leads. You know, it was like 4-2 lead or 4-3 lead, and yeah. then it was 7-4. And they were up, blowing it. They man. were up by three runs like twice in that game where you right. thought, well, all right, well, pitching's, you know, game's over. It's right. the sixth inning. Right. Yeah. And then he came. Then he came back in Game Seven, and he pitched a few innings that were pretty solid. He kind of saved himself there. Oh yeah. But, well, then then know. they started the debate: Should he have started right over Darvish? In he, my opinion, in my opinion, I think they played it out right. Okay, only because of this: Darvish had only pitched in one game that World Series so far. Yeah. Okay, and he pitched like shit. So you got to think that that guy who was a dominant, dominant pitcher. Okay, he really is. Yeah. Would come back and throw the game of his life. Well, you or, think, or pitch a solid You think game about the least. series before that against the Cubs, Darvish shut them down. Right. You know? Right. Darvish gave them seven seven innings in the Cubs series. Right. That and then all they do is go set up guy, uh, and then Jansen. Right. You know? And that's what they were. They weren't hoping because they had Kershaw in the bullpen. Like, right. just give us some innings. G- you know, and he couldn't us, even do that. Give us like three shutout innings. Yeah. And then we'll bring in Kershaw for another three. And and, you know. and Kershaw's throwing a lot off two days rest, so it's like yeah, he pitched game five. So, so yeah. it's like you got to maybe three. So so they're like, oh, well, why didn't they start him? Well, he's off a of two days rest. You're gonna. He, they didn't know that he could go four shutout innings right in the middle of there. Right, and you know, I would say if a lesser, worse pitcher would have been scheduled to start game seven, then yeah, I would have said, okay, you guys are dumb. Like start yeah. Kershaw, but shit, dude. You Darvish is an ace on basically any other team but the, besides the Dodgers. Yeah, but the thing is, is uh, Houston on the other end when they had the game seven in the series before that yeah. against the Yankees, they had Morton pitching. Right. Who who who, who dude? I mean, he pitched great in the World Series too. Yeah, but during the year, would you if you're saying, hey, we have game seven, which one on the staff do you want to pitch game seven? Right. He would be the exact last option. Right. But they were like, we're gonna ride him out and. Going to the, you're right about that, and then going back to the World Series, they brought him in for, I don't know when they bring him in like the fifth inning. He pitched the rest of the game for the Astros. Maybe yeah. he came in later. I don't know. Yeah. But man, he pitched his ass off. Yeah. That was a guy who was kind of a kind of a shit bag for the Pirates for a while. Just kind of a you know kind of a rotation guy, a three four rotation guy who was nothing. Just an in, caught up innings guy. You and know? then the Strohs paid him a few million bucks for like three years and people are like what are you doing man he's a nobody he comes out and basically wins him the world series yeah because he got out of the game seven pitched his ass right. off and then then came back in the next right. series is nuts and there's a couple guys in the astros that could have been the mvp of the world series Bregman had a great world yeah. series and he so did springer i mean yeah. springer is well deserved too but both those guys and verlander i mean should verlander yeah. pitch really good you can and then he got to married to kate upton the next yeah, week come on what a you think that's you. cool I, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, you got, you got life, man. You think that's cool? How did Justin Verlander pull Kate up? Then tell me that. one. I've heard that, man. Like I've heard that from a lot of people. Dude, you know, the weird thing is, I'm kind of over it. Look at Justin Verlander's pants. Right. Think about if you show if a pitcher 
in in whatever in in any league. So say you're a batter, yeah. and you see fucking a like guy in the with the lakes league with the guy with those pants coming up yeah. to pitch. You're like, oh shit, we're about to rock this guy. Yeah, he's about to put up a ten spot on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got fucking baggy like, and with the elastic at the bottom, at the bottom. and not all like that forever. But not all the way down for some reason. Right. Yeah, I've heard that from a few people. Like, how did up? You know, how did Verlander? Yeah. land Kate Upton yeah. but he's been dating her forever yeah like but where do you meet Kate Upton yeah. where do you meet a Victoria's Secret model if you yeah. pitch for the Tigers right where 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 does that Venn diagram of circle <laughs> friends meet right I mean yeah. like well, who's Tom Brady's wife Gin- Janelle. Janelle she's got a weird Gis- name Giselle 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 I mean she's very very beautiful obviously but at least Tom Brady's a good looking guy yeah he's got a butt chin but I'll, I can see why you'd like it <laughs> like Verlander is just kind of like a He's like a nobody. Yeah. As far as he does looks it, go. Yeah. It's like just a soft, shitty dad bod. You know? Yeah. I, I remember I remember uh, when he was playing for the Tigers, he, Tigers, he had a uh, a little interview about what he ate before every game. And it was like, dude, I'm not kidding. It was like 20 bucks worth of Taco Bell. Like the guy just like pounded <laughs> quesadillas and like chalupas and stuff. Yeah. It's like his body's not like, he's not like a buff pitcher, like a right. Brian Wilson or something like that. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. he's, I mean, he's a good pitcher and he has a lot of money, I guess. <laughs> What's all skate up then? So like, what does she need? Yeah, I know. For? Yeah, it's like, I'm, is she in for the money? She has a bunch yeah, of money. Must not be. Know? I don't know. Yeah, he could be packing. That that could He's be. He's a tall guy. <laughs> That's true. He's a tall guy. That's true. But yeah. we've been going a long time, man. We can end it here. Anything you want to say on the way out? Hey, I appreciate it. First, uh, first podcast experience for me. Yeah, did you enjoy it? Did it you have great. a good time? It was great. Awesome. Well, for those of you who want to listen to Judd Earbuds, it's now on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, you can go to your app on your phone, your podcast app, and just type in Judd and your earbuds. And we have one review I need to read off before we get off on the airwaves. We have one review, and if you want to review us on iTunes, it helps our rating to then get closer in your face. It gets uh, more on the iTunes charts is what I've been told. I don't know what that means, but it sounds pretty cool. So Sounds good. All right, we have one review. And I'll read it here. It says, um, Utterly Disgusted uh, was the name of the review. And it was given out Monday. It said, This is a fun podcast to, to listen to. The jokes in the beginning are always great. Shout out to the Salty Toad for sponsorship. Uh, luckily, uh, the guests are kind of interesting. Judd's all right himself. Thank you. If you have 40 minutes to kill <laughs> and you have nothing better to do, listen to it. Judd Earbuds, five stars. Which is a great review. More of those would be great to help our uh, podcast rating. But otherwise, um, Jedi Warriors, have a great day, man. Take it easy. I blacked out. I don't know what happened.